Welcome back to the podcast. My name is Joseph Clough and this is episode 786. Now in today's episode, I want to talk about ultimately three mindsets that we have to shift or beliefs that we have to shift and break in order to have more freedom, more health, more abundance, and to be the most authentic you possible. So if we put our attention on breaking these three things, it will allow you to do just that. And these are things that I think most of us will experience over the years, probably all of them. And I'm going to break them down one by one, and then we're going to maybe consider alternatives of how we can live differently. How can we break it down? How can we do the counter as we go through that experience? Now, before we go ahead and do that, by being here supporting the show, I would love you to just take a moment to listen to the following ad because that's what it does. It does support the show. It allows us to keep on growing and investing in making things even better and better and better. So let's go ahead and have a quick ad break right here, right now. So with that, let's go ahead into this episode and thank you for being so patient with that. Now, the first thing that we have to do to really break down is the first belief. And that is that our issues, our problems, our circumstance is permanent. That is one of the illusions that we go through in life. We think the issues that we have now will always stay the same simply because we've experienced it for so long that we think and therefore expect more of the same. Wherever you put your attention, it grows. And if your attention, for example, has been like, I'm an anxious person. This is who I am. I always get anxious in this situation. It causes us to fulfill that expectation. And I'm sure you can probably consciously consider what may be some kind of stories that you tell yourself on a day-to-day basis, on a weekly basis, or on a yearly basis of how you see yourself in the world. And you're going to think most of the time that that is permanent, even to the point when it comes to our identity, the biggest ones, which is like the I'm not fill in the blank. I'm not worthy. I'm not deserving. I'm not good enough. I fear failure. I fear success. These I am statements feel rock solid because there are identities, how we identify with ourselves in the world. But the truth is that is not who you are. It is what you believe to be true. And we've got to really make sure we break that belief system that our problems, our issues, the things that we experience in our circumstance is permanent and therefore that's who we are. That is not the truth at all. Life is a level of seasons. Throughout the year, there are different seasons. And same thing with issues, same thing with circumstances. They will change. And only if you make that decision to go, I'm not going to buy into the matrix thinking that this is my circumstance and this all my life is, this is my lot, so I might as well be satisfied with it. No, Do not be satisfied with the circumstance or believe that that circumstance is everlasting. It is illusionary. It is not true unless you buy into it. 
And that is what we have to stop doing. Buying into that our circumstance defines us, our past equals the future. It's not true. You change every moment. In every moment, you have an opportunity to change, to choose different thoughts, to start to change your feelings, to start to have different decisions and different actions at any given moment. I'm not saying this as, oh, it's simple, just choose differently. I'm not saying that it's easy, but it is a strategy that we have to break down. We've got to go, look, this is not who I am. This is not going to stay forever. It shall pass and allow us to go, what do I need to do to move on from this present season of my life into the new one? What actually has to happen there? Who do I need to become to be the person that I want to be? Who do I need on my side? Who do I need to let go of in my life, maybe? What stories are not holding up truth anymore? Where I go, look, I'm not going to buy into this narrative I've been setting myself up for because if I stay the same, the consequence is pain. And we want to get out of pain. We don't want to increase pain. We don't want to prolong the pain. And we want to be able to interrupt it and go, look, what can I do to decide differently? So number one, issues, problems, circumstances are never permanent. They can change as you change every single day. Your body is changing every single day. It is shedding aspects of you it's regrowing in many different ways i can't remember all the crazy kind of science of it but you know like how they say like the eyes the the skin the organs regenerate at certain different time frames it means you're a different person at any given moment you are always changing so don't buy in to permanent of staying the same now the other thing we have to break is how we generalize our issues there's what i mean by this I have a bad relationship, therefore, my life is bad. I have this issue, I'm an anxious person, and that means I'm going to live in pain for the rest of my life. We make these huge jumps in conclusions, or to conclude certain things. And I talked about this, I think, on a previous episode, where how we take in all the information for our our five senses, and we delete, distort, and generalize based on our beliefs, based on our memories, based on our emotions, based on our decisions, based on our personality types, and that creates what we perceive to be true. And that is why we don't see the world objectively. But I want to take one of those words I just said, which was from the delete, distort, and generalize. And generalizing is the one we really need to break right now. Because a generalization is taking one thing, or a small thing, or it could be one big thing, but then generalizing it to every aspect of your life. And that is terrible. You could, for example, have the most amazing day. Something goes wrong and then you suddenly go, my whole day was terrible. My whole day was a failure. But if we look at it objectively as possible, was your whole day a failure? I mean, he was doing pretty well and great until that one thing happened. But we took that one thing and spiraled it out of control and then just said, it must mean all of this other pain. My whole day is bad. 
So be conscious of the words that you use, that this means that. Now, if we get into the linguistics of what I teach, it is called a complex equivalent. So we're trying to make these equivalents in this crazy, illusionary, complex way. But when this happens, it must mean all of this other pain all of this other drama. Me not being good at interviews means I'm a failure. Just because we took that one action of not being good at interviews right now, and then we generalize it to our whole identity. Or if I've had one bad relationship where I was hurt, I was used, I was abused, and suddenly I go, well, that must mean all relationships are bad or all relationships are toxic if you've had a bad relationship with money for example or you've observed um, people with money and you've come to the conclusion that that one person who maybe stole money from you or that one person who kind of was a model of using money for not good things you don't want to come to that conclusion. Well, because that one person did that to me, or I observed that one person misusing money, I'm going to say all money is the root to all evil, or money doesn't grow on trees. Taking that one bit of evidence, or even repetitive evidence of saying being um, not so good at interviews, and then suddenly generalizing it to everything is not healthy and it's not helpful. Be conscious of the generalizations. If we see in society right now specifically, there are so many generalizations. Where it be about all the left or all the right or all the media, we can say all these kind of things, but they're just generalizations. Beyond that, there are unique people with different perspectives who we don't want to just judge. And I'm not getting political here. I'm just saying that's an example that we are generalizing creatures. We take one thing, one bad experience, and then try to unconsciously generalize it to every other thing in our life. You want to make sure that you're not doing that. Now, if we say this one event that I went through, or this one situation that I'm going through right now, and then I've made this complex equivalent. In other words, I've said, well, this one thing means everything is painful or everything is bad. Well, if we know that's no longer true now, because we just broke that down, it is a generalization. What can you do to focus on the other space, time, and energy that you're not thinking about? Well, to me, one of the quickest steps is to consider what you do have. Like you could say, well, I've had this bad relationship and that means they're all toxic. Well, can I look for other relationships which aren't toxic? Even relationship with myself, relationship with my pet, the because rela- I've got a pet and we don't have a toxic relationship. So not all relationships are toxic. And even so, well, Joseph, well, I'm not talking about that kind of relationship. I'm talking about like an intimate relationship or... Um, a couple relationship. Well, are there examples in the world where that is not toxic, where it can be beautiful, where it can be magnificent, where it can be expansion and growing? Well, if you find evidence on the contrary of the decision and generalization, you're interrupting the pattern of that unconscious generalization. And you can do that for money. You can think of what uh, what money is good for. Is it good for charities? Is it good for supporting those? Supporting maybe a church or your family or... Um, 
even like through the work that I do, I invest a lot of my money back into my business because I want to help as many people. If there are examples out there where money is good, then that generalization cannot exist anymore. Now, one of like a real funny or a simplistic one is when people go, well, you being late means you don't love me. Well, is that true? Maybe that person was trying to finish everything at work so they could spend the most quality time with you. But if we jump to those conclusions, where it be micro like that or to the big ones, that that means I am not worthy, all of those things, you're going to be in a ton of pain. You've got to get back to the clarity. And like I said, look for examples on the contrary of the generalization that you're presently living by. Because that generalization could be your story, that I'm a victim. Now, not to say that you haven't been a victim, but to remain in the place of a victim for the rest of your life is not helpful to anyone. And it's definitely not going to give you happiness. So how can I not be a victim, not allow that one event to make me a victim for the rest of my life? What other things can I do? Can I be the victor of that scenario where I learn and grow and transform where that darkness or that contrasting energy and experience, which really hurt me, actually allows me to awaken something within me to go, I'm going to live life more meaningful. I'm going to do X, Y, Z. And let's go to a health one, which I always love teaching, where people say like, oh, cancer causes death or cancer means death. I know it's a big topic, right? But if someone had that belief, is that going to be helpful for them? No, absolutely not. If that's their generalization, well, we've got to think of other examples. Like if every person looking for the cure of cancer had that belief, would they be wanting to get the cure? No, they'll just give up. So that's not helpful. Would you want your children to have that belief? Absolutely not. So you begin to reframe the generalization in a way that it cannot have the power over yourself. Sometimes when people say, for example, if that was the belief, a cancer causes death or means death, well, are there people out there where actually cancer caused life? Now, what do I mean by that? Because that's a weird sentence. Well, sometimes people have wake-up calls when they've been so stressful at work and that breaks the chain of good health. And then suddenly they go, oh my goodness, I've got this diagnosis. I'm going to start living life now. I'm going to give up the illusionary judgments I made of myself that I've got to do this, have to do that. And actually, I'm going to start to live life, be gratitude. So sometimes that generalization can be turned around into actually, I am going to live life now. That can be the awakening. Now for me, totally different example, but I'm so happy and grateful I went through my anxiety and I'm not worthy and I'm not good enough or deserving because that pain led me to do what I'm doing right now to get people out of that. By my own pain, it caused me to start to want to make changes in people. But if I carried on the generalization that I'm always going to be anxious, because that was my identity at one point, I felt that way, I felt broken, and I felt as if nothing would ever change, that my circumstance wouldn't change, my issues would remain permanent, just like that first belief we've got to break. But once I started to generalize a new experience, a new 
narrative and story to go by coming from a place of self-worth having done the work that generalization no longer existed and now i use it in a good generalization because i've seen other evidence to the contrary so wherever you get into gratitude for what you have whether it be looking for examples counterexamples of the generalizations you've been living by that's going to start to interrupt the pattern and then the last one i want to talk about which is always the big one for me which is the belief that you are broken the belief that you're unfixable that is going to be detrimental to all happiness in your life that is not who you are it's a bit like the first one where i said circumstance issues and problems are permanent well we tend to say have the same thing about our identity that i'm not we kind of covered a little bit of that on that first one of i'm not enough i'm not worthy and that's who i am but it's not permanent. It doesn't have to be who you are. You've got to go all out to be able to, where it be looking like the second example of counter examples, where it be yourself or others, where people have made that change. Like for example, if you have the belief that I'm broken, I'm unfixable, but then there's someone who had your issue, but maybe even a more extreme way and overcame it, it means there's a possibility. It means there's an opportunity. There's a model to go by. Or there's systems and strategies out there. So please do not buy into it. You're not doing yourself any service to yourself, to your others, in other words, your family or to the world by having the belief that you're broken. It is not who you are. It is what you've assumed to be true. But like all things, all beliefs aren't all true, right? You've had beliefs which you've had and let go. From a kid to an adult, you've changed beliefs over years by gaining different wisdom or different perspectives about many different things in society, where it be individual, where it be something external. But you have changed beliefs. So therefore, you cannot be broken. Right now, it may feel like it. It might feel like all the world's going against you. But just because that is your present present evidence doesn't mean that that evidence is going to be everything. It doesn't mean that you cannot gather new evidence. It doesn't mean you can't learn from your past. It doesn't mean that you have to stay fixated in the identity of I'm not enough or I'm broken or I'm unfixable. There's always an opportunity to change. And that's where the assumption of responsibility happens. When you assume responsibility for that belief is not absolutely true. It may feel like it, but if you can identify with that belief that it's actually an unconscious program where logically you may even be able to write down on the piece of paper all the good and great things you are, even all the good and great things that people tell you about yourself which you don't believe. On paper, logically, you've probably got a lot of things going. Or logically, you'd probably, if you wrote that all down, sent a letter away, and that came back to you, you open that letter and totally forgot that you wrote it, you'd probably go, well, this person's pretty awesome. It might not have everything together just yet, but this person's pretty logically, consciously, got a lot of good things going. So that must mean they're not broken. Must mean there are some things that are good and great. So we've got to make sure that we don't identify with our conclusion or our 
assumptions about our past and a truth of what people have told us or the reactions to the events that we've been in and instead begin to draw new conclusions of where could it be differently. And in my opinion, for each one of these, of course, but mainly this last one of the I am broken and we're taking a crazy past and all that this is who I am, I'm the victim, I'm not enough, I'm not worthy. <clears throat> You've got to go all in and go, I'm going to change that. Because if somehow, some way, that belief changed to from I'm broken, I'm unfixable, to I'm not enough or worthy or deserving, it suddenly goes to I am whole, I am creation, I am enough, I am worthy, I am deserving, I am of value, I am capable. All of those things, if that was your identity, wouldn't life be just transformed? Where you show up every single day with a deep level of self-certainty, love, peace, gratitude? What would be the financial return from that maybe of growing your business or growing in your career? How would that deepen the loving relationships you have or being an example if you have children to be the example of being the authentic person of knowing that you are worthy and therefore they are worthy and deserving rather modeling someone who isn't that or believes that they're not that. Whether it be about your health, when you know that you're worthy and whole, then you know, you feel pretty good physically. You start to feel better. So we can put it into all these other counter examples, but if you were to turn it upside down into the opposite, life will never be the same again. It will be simply something where you wake up every single day with excitement. And that is where you begin to make new assumptions, assumptions even, where you find new evidence. And that starts to grow in the exact same way that you are finding evidence of being broken. You suddenly find evidence of why you are whole and that you could never have been broken. And to me, that's a truth. You are not broken. We're just acting out a certain mentality or psychology based on our past experience. But that is not who you are. That is a strategy. It is behavior. It is a conclusion or an assumption of truth. But it doesn't have to be the whole truth. It can be a different one if you choose. And of course, what would happen if that were to happen? Well, now you're maybe generalizing in wonderful ways. So rather in the past, we were going like generalizing, well, all money is bad because of this one experience I went through or all relationships are toxic and therefore because I went through this one event or a couple of events. Now suddenly I'm generalizing that I am worthy enough and life is good. Everything I do, I get to grow even in the storm, even in the challenge, even in the society of noise. All of those things allows me to get better. Even if it doesn't feel like it right now, I'm going to be determined to learn and grow from this experience. I'm going to be adaptable. I'm going to be resourceful. There's something which we teach in our program, which is just a quick mentality, but it's the law of requisite variety. The person or the system with the most flexibility and adaptability controls the environment and the situation. That is what you get. You get adaptable. You become flexible. You become absolutely able to pivot at certain times when you need to, to be able to be the rock or to be the river, where you can start to be strong, you can be flowing, you can be right there putting your feet in the ground to be really sturdy and strong at times. 
there's going to be different times you're one or the other but it's your ability to adapt in those situations by generalizing a whole new situation and that's when the seasons change that's when you're at peace with the seasons changing that's when you know that this is just where you are presently in life but right around the corner is a new season of maybe growth maybe it's spring where you get to spring into life, where you start to bloom in many different ways. But the seasons will change, and especially when you come from that place of I am whole and I am absolutely love and worthy, deserving and enough, at a deepest level to generalize the most beautiful future so you can be optimistic but realistic, rather just pessimistic that this means all of that, that I'm not enough, I'm broken, I'm unfixable, this is permanent, my life will never Never change. You're moving into this new way. You're becoming into this transitional period of self-reflection and growth and really recognizing your truth and your power, your love to shine and make a difference in yourself, in your environment, and to me, even in the world. That's ecology. Good for self, good for others, and good for the world. That is sometimes where you start to feel your purpose. That's when that comes into existence. Some people say, well, what is my purpose? But before you get to the purpose, remember, if you don't believe that you're, you're enough or you believe you're broken, how can purpose bloom in that kind of soil, in that foundation of I am not enough because I'm not enough to have a purpose. If I'm broken, there is no purpose, right? So once you get that fixed, when you start to get into I am enough, I am worthy, I am deserving, suddenly that purpose comes into fruition because you have laid the perfect foundations of knowing you're worthy and deserving enough. And that's where it gets the good to self, good to others, and good to the world. That is where you begin to shine bright in every single way. So I hope you got value from this. There are the three beliefs, and I gave you some quick examples of what you have to do to break them. And ultimately, if you ever need help with me specifically, where you want to work with us, where you want a tailored and customized experience for your unconscious needs, because if you could let go of your issue, you'd click your fingers and you would. If you cannot, cannot, it must mean the unconscious mind is running the situation. And that's where we come in. We get to get the unconscious mind to release all that baggage, to release the limiting beliefs. You don't have to do it. In that, in it through my program, there's many other ways, I'm sure, but I know this one works every single time because we want to serve like we cannot serve any longer. Like we're just like all in the transformation, and that also requires that you step up to that responsibility and go all in to invest in yourself. It is not a free program; it is so customized. You have us on your team, and to do that, you have to apply at josephclough.info/talk. When you go there, you'll book a time on the calendar, fill out an application form so we get a good understanding, and then you'll attend a one-to-one call with us. On that one-to-one call, we'll get clear on exactly what you're experiencing and what you want to let go of, exactly what you want to achieve, what's getting in the way unconsciously, and also what has to happen to make it a reality. We come up with that plan and strategy for you, and then we may enroll you into the program and let go of all of this within eight weeks. Yes, within eight weeks. That's what we do. And that's josephclough.info slash talk. And of course, if you're just enjoying my work, the podcast or the app, please go to 
um, josephclough.info slash review and just review the app. We're about to make, I say about to, it's going to take some time, some crazy fixes to the to the app and I'm trying to implement some crazy new functionality and uh, products, I say products like systems within the app and uh, each review just means other people get the confidence to download the app, listen to the app, and therefore we make the world a better place. Good for self, good to others, good to the world. That's what I'm all about. That's what I love doing day in, day out. So thank you for listening to this episode and just always know that I believe in you. Always know that I want the best for you. I I really, really do mean that, that I think you have everything you need within you to make that change. I've been there and overcome so many. I've seen so many transform before me and you'll know different. You have everything you need, my friend. So with that, I look forward to speaking to you in a future episode. Many thanks and goodbye. When facing a family law matter, it can feel like an overwhelming and never-ending court process. It's vital to know that things will look better on the other side if you hire legal counsel with the skill and compassion to help. At Stangy Law Firm, we represent clients in difficult family law matters every day. Visit FamilyLawRepresentation.com to schedule your consultation. That's FamilyLawRepresentation.com. Stangy Law Firm, here to help you rebuild your life. Stangy Law Firm has an office in Wichita. Kirk Stangy. 120 South Central Avenue, Suite 450 Clayton, Missouri. Before Shopify, were you wondering, where my sales at? Now you're selling with Shopify, the global commerce platform supercharging your selling. You have no problem selling online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Gary, easy on the cha-ching. <clears throat> oh, sorry, but my Shopify sales are through the roof. Start selling with Shopify today and discover how millions of businesses around the world use Shopify to ignite their selling. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. Shopify.com slash listen.